Hi, welcome to this episode of the Healing Mind Podcast. This is Morgan. I'm a quantum energy healer, psychic, and creator of the Healing Mind app, which is full of energy healing sessions, so you can receive the power of energy healing anytime at a fraction of the cost of a live session. And today I'm going to share with you a really tender topic but one in which I'm finding profound insights that I really just want to share with you in case you've had some similar questions that I had. And like me, we're just so eager to find the answers. (laughs) And that is about death and where we come from and where we go. My father just passed away yesterday, August 15th, 2023. He'd been struggling for the past three years. We've had multiple times where we thought he was going to pass. And so I've had the blessing of really being able to process a lot of that relationship over the last three years and really coming to terms with a lot of my own wounds and how life works and how healing works and just all of the things. A couple of weeks ago, my husband was telling me about a documentary he was watching about an alien encounter. And if you followed me for a while, you know that sometimes in my energy healing sessions, beings of light will come in. So it's not something that I'm unfamiliar with. But in this episode, one of the people that was in the encounter had a telepathic sort of conversation with one of these beings, and they said, I just feel so bad for you humans because you don't know where you came from and you'll never know. And that really stuck with me because that's been a question in my mind for so long, and I'm sure so many of you as well. It's just one of those seeming mysteries of life. And what I want to share today is just my perspective. I want to really caveat this and say that I am in no way, shape, or form trying to say that I have found the truth (laughs) because I still deeply believe that our human brains just can't quite fully comprehend the whole thing. But what I do want to share with you is a really cool perspective that's come to me throughout this process of my father's death. So a few days before he passed, actually the day before, I was doing some energy work with him. I really haven't done that before because, again, I I really only like to work with people who their energy kind of comes to me, whether that's in a session or sometimes friends will kind of show up and I'll ask, you know, I'm seeing something, can I support you? So it's not something that I just do out of my own free will, but I did feel in his energy because he wasn't really able to communicate that there was work for me to support him in. Our karmic experience together has been such a learning experience, and I'm just so grateful, even though it was probably the most challenging relationship of my life thus far. It's also the one that has held some of the greatest gifts. And so during that day, I was sitting with him, and all of a sudden, I just knew it was time for me to support his body and his spirit in his transition. And so I started speaking light language and just doing energy work with him. And then these three little light beings came into his room. Again, this is all in my mind's eye. These are not things that I can see with my eyes open, but 
I can definitely see them clearly in my mind's eye. And if you're curious about how this happened to me to be able to do this, I did record another podcast episode about how I got into this. I think it's probably the first one. So you can always go back and listen to sort of how I do energy work and how I see things. I saw these three little beings and the first two came in and they were very like industrial looking. It's almost like they had a clipboard and they were just kind of looking at that and then looking at my dad. And then the third one came over and sat next to me and was just so comforting and soothing. And it kind of scared me a little bit at first because I was like, oh my gosh, like what is, what is happening, you know? But then that's when that third one came over and just really sat next to me and I felt at ease again. And I just knew to keep doing what I was doing. And I saw all of these little particles coming up out of his body. And I knew that this was working in his etheric layer of his body, which is where a lot of our karma and that sort of energy is stored. And I saw so much of how his life, uh, he struggled with addiction and uh, mental illness. And he was, in human design, he had the incarnation cross of the vessel of love. That always sort of confused me because he really struggled with his own self-love. And I've come to learn just today, actually, that that's actually a common thing for that incarnation cross is sometimes learning through the opposite. You know, it's like really learning through his struggles. And he really did struggle. And so for me, that was such a gift to realize like, okay, his life actually ended up perfectly. Like (laughs) that was how it was supposed to go. And so I was seeing all of these particles coming up and I just knew it had so much to do with his childhood wounds, like just those original wounds of not having that experience of unconditional love as a child and really needing to learn how to love himself unconditionally. It felt so good because I could really tell like, wow, we just, we, we worked through that. Like those wounds, he's not going to be carrying those with him into the next incarnation. So that was such a blessing. And it was very cool because, you know, I didn't quite know what all those little particles were, but I could see that they were just little particles of light. The next day we had come and visited. I was there for about four hours. And then one of the nurses was like, you know, when my parents were passing, and we were caregiving them, her and her sisters would take turns, like four-hour shifts. And I was like, oh, wow, I've already been here four hours. Maybe I should go just take a break. And before I spoke with her, I was with my dad. He had kind of started to rally a little bit, and they say that's kind of common towards the end. It's like they'll be speaking more and having more conversation. And while he wasn't able to speak a lot, he was definitely able to speak some words, which the day before really wasn't possible. And so he looked at me and said, can I go? And I said, yes, dad, you can go. You can go. I want you to go. I want you to be free of suffering. He had COPD, so he was just in so much pain, not able to breathe. Luckily, he was um, in a hospice home and just, you know, helped to be comfortable with medication and love and support and family around. It was really a beautiful experience. So after, after he asked me that, I had this inner knowing. I was like, oh, he doesn't want to leave me. And so I shared with him, I just said, dad, you're not leaving me. You're just leaving this body. And it was so cool because the days prior, he would say, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> and I would just say, okay, you can go. It's okay. I'm going to be fine. And a lot of times, 
people really do just want to make sure that their loved ones are going to be okay. I would tell him that I'm going to be fine and everything like that, but I think and I really believe that he just needed to know that he wasn't actually leaving me. He was just leaving his body. And that was just so cool. So then I left to go take a little break. And my husband and my son, we went and got some coffee and something to eat and played a little bit outside. And it was just beautiful. It was a beautiful day. And then I got a phone call from the hospice house saying that my dad had really started to, um, his breathing was slowing down. His eyes were just staying open. They said, you know, you should probably come back. And so we drove back and we got into the house and the nurse came out and said that his breathing had stopped three minutes prior. So he had passed while we were gone. They've said that that's very common is that they want to sort of spare their loved ones that experience, which I honestly would have loved to see probably. I just, I'm fascinated by the whole process, (laughs) but that's okay. That's really, that's how he wanted to do it. And of course, I am so sad, you know, like I'm actually more sad than I expected because I had had such a like three-year journey of just knowing that he was dying and just these ups and downs and scares and everything. And so I thought for sure I would just be like, oh, just relieved that he wasn't in pain anymore and that, you know, I had already done all this processing, but I definitely find myself crying like a lot of the time. Which I truly believe that grieving is just releasing energy, right? So the energy from the relationship, from stories, from conditioning, just all of that, just really being able to leave my body so that I can move forward in my life. It definitely hurts, but I know that it's for the best. And so I remember before my dad passed, about a week before, I said to him, Dad, I'm sad that someday I'm going to call you and you're not going to answer or I'll want to see you and I won't be able to. And he said, well, if I can find a way to communicate with you to let you know I made it, I will. I said, that would be great. (laughs) Yesterday, after we got home from the hospice house, I was laying in bed crying, of course. (laughs) And my husband, well, actually, I was speaking with my mom on FaceTime and letting her know and just kind of sharing the the story with her. And I asked her, where do you think that we go after this? The reason I was asking her was because I was telling her about the little light beings, and I was like, I really think they come in and help assist, you know, bringing people back into the universe. Or just, I, I kind of think of it as like a big energetic ocean, and each of us are just a cup of the water, and when we go back, we just are just kind of dumped back into the water, you know? <laughs> I'm going to record a podcast about past lives and kind of share a little bit more about that perspective at some point. But yeah, I just asked her and she said, well, I think we just go back into light. When I first heard her say that, I was like, oh yeah, like all light and love, you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, But scientifically, you know, I really do thinking back, I'm like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And so I had just gotten off the phone with her and my husband came in and said, Morgan, you have to come listen to this. He brought me under this ceiling light and it was just making all kinds of creaky noises and it was turned off, but it was just creaking. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's my dad communicating and letting us know. You know, a little bit later, I was like, oh my gosh, he answered my question. Where do we go? To light. 
he was literally making a light bulb make noise, like answering the question of, I just really want to know, where do we go? What do we, what is it? And so I just feel so strongly that we do just go back into pure light energy. And I think that's why speaking light language is just so powerful because that's pure light energy that's coming and that we're channeling and that we're being aware of. And that's really what we are at the most basic level is light energy. And I grew up in a Christian household, so I have a lot of that sort of upbringing. I don't go to church anymore. I don't really consider myself a Christian. But I do find it fascinating how even in those teachings, how it talks about, you know, going to the light. I just see how science and spirituality are really the same thing. If you look at it from a scientific perspective, it's really the same thing as a spiritual perspective. And I just love how I think we're all sort of kind of coming a little bit more to that understanding where there's no separation. It's the same thing. And sometimes spirituality can make things seem really mysterious and mystical and all of that. And that's fine. But I also think that the more that we understand scientifically, it kind of takes away the mystery. And that's really what I was hoping for was to sort of take away the mystery of like, what happens? And so for me now, I just feel, yes, it's a spiritual experience, but it's also a very scientific experience where energy cannot be created or destroyed. It's just transferred. And so the energy that was my dad is now just gone back into the energy of everything else. And so I just love knowing that and having that perspective. And I know I have a lot more questions and I feel like part of my life is just this you know, seeking of answers and really wanting to know, like, I want to get to the bottom of it, you know? And so obviously I don't have all those answers yet, and I'm definitely going to keep on my quest, but I just wanted to share that with you because I think it just gives so much solace and understanding and knowing that we are literally beings of light ourselves. And that's really where we go. It's just back into pure light energy. Like that's the most basic form, I believe. And so I just wanted to share that with you. And now that I've said it, I'm like, oh, was that really that much of an epiphany? But it feels like it was to me because I just needed that certainty, I guess. And that just really helps. So I hope that was interesting to you. And I hope that was helpful for you. And if you have any questions or if you want to talk about it or anything, you can always send me an email, morgan at thehealingmindapp.com or find me on Instagram at thehealingmindapp. Thank you so much for listening to my experience and I hope that it was interesting to you because it was just such a beautiful experience for me given the circumstances of losing my father. I just feel so blessed that my dad was able to, even though he wasn't able to give me a lot of the things that I needed actually as a child or as an adult. I feel so blessed that I was given this gift of an answer that I had been just so curious about. I can't really explain to you the scientific part of what it means to be going back into light energy, but hopefully it just gives you some sense of perspective that is empowering to you and that's comforting to you. So again, thank you so much for listening. And if you have not already tried the Healing Mind app, you can click the link in the description for a seven-day free trial. We have over 100 energy healing sessions that you can choose from based on what you're wanting to feel or how you are feeling. 
just really receiving and taking good care of your energy body because that's where it all begins.